Hello everyone. Welcome to Switchcraft, a fingerboard podcast. My name is Jana and this time I have a guest again from the other side of the world. This time I'm talking to Cube from this FB in Denver, Colorado. So if you would introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going everyone? Good to be on here. I appreciate you uh, giving us this opportunity to chat about what we do. Absolutely. So Yeah, let's first start with a few words about you. So uh, when did you get into fingerboarding or when did you first learn of what fingerboarding actually is? Like there was more than just a tactic in a short, in a shop. Yeah, so I mean, I'm a I'm an older guy here, so I definitely have been messing with these things for a really long time. Um I would say I was probably 12 or 13 years old, probably around 1995 or 96. Mm -hmm. I remember going into this like local skate shop that I'd, you know, get boards from and get clothes from and everything. And they had the little plastic, uh, like keychain boards, which I know some people have mm -hmm. talked about on here before, you know? Yes. So this was even way before tech deck. And yeah, I remember seeing him in there and just being like, what's up with that? You know, and I remember the dude that was there, like they had one and he was like, oh yeah, you can like, you know, do tricks with it on your desk or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to grab one of those. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I basically remember seeing it for the first time there. And I mean, I've always been super into skateboarding, snowboarding, you know, I've, mm. I've always been just all about that lifestyle. So like do, doing tricks, you know, with a, with a miniature board just, you know, made sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would break those things all the time. I mean, <laughs> I probably have 10 of them and I still have a lot of them. I have a couple of them that are still, still all together, but most of them are all broken to pieces. Um, but yeah, but I remember like going in there one time and then next thing you know, they had tech decks in there and this was before, you know, you saw tech decks at Walmart or target mm -hmm. or anything like that. It was just local skate shop. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh man, this is a whole new level, you know? Um, and then, yeah, I was always getting them, getting them from there too. And I was trying to think back, like I never really saw videos. I, I never really had friends that were that were into it. I just like basically emulated the tricks I was doing on my skateboard with, with a miniature one, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like I, I've always been into it and always been doing it, but never really saw anybody else really into it. I mean, I got other friends into it and stuff, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of where it all started. So you didn't uh, happen to have the VHS back then, the 411 with Tech Deck? You know, I think I did. I, I did. I had 411 videos and then the, I remember seeing the like Fingers of Fury video. Yeah, that's, that's the so one I remember, I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Yep. Then that was it. Yeah. I remember seeing that. And like, at that point, like I knew you could do cool tricks, but then seeing that mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, like these dudes are crazy good. You know, I thought I was pretty good at it until I yeah. saw that, you know? <laughs> yeah. That, um, that, that's a reoccurring thing, I think. Totally. So, yeah. So then I guess I would say like, you know, I, I used it a lot, like all middle school through high school. I graduated high school in probably around, uh, I think it was 2000, 2001 and then started art school, Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. I graduated in 2004. And I remember I had a fingerboard with me like 
all, all the time in my pocket. You know, I was always messing with them. And then I think like after I got out of college, like I kind of, I kind of stopped. I always sort of had one on my coffee table and had like mm-hmm. a little feature. Like I built features in, in high school and stuff in my wood shop class. So I had those around and I would mess with them, but it wasn't super serious. I mean, I could do tricks and stuff, but like, you know, I wasn't carrying it around with me all the time. So then let's see in, uh, 2012, we started this, um, basically this art print and design. Mm-hmm. And in 2000, it was around 2016. My my buddy that that started this business with me, he was just like, "Hey, have you seen this flat face? Like, have you seen these flat face boards or whatever? These like pro fingerboards?" Because I was always playing with a tech deck on my desk mm-hmm. and stuff, doing design work. And uh, yeah, he showed me like a video of Mike Schneider or whatever and what he was doing. And I was just like, oh, my God, like I'm going on here right now and ordering one of these boards like this is next level, <laughs> you know. Cool. So it was 2016. And I got I definitely got Berlin Wood, Black River trucks. I got flat face wheels. And man, when I when I got that in, I was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is so cool. Like I remember the the bearings in the wheels, the wood board and then the foam grip tape like that, like blew my mind. I couldn't believe like how much better it made it. Like it was crazy. It's such a big difference. Like for real. Like then, the tape, I I can never write like. Oh yeah. Back back then we we used sanding paper or yeah or skate grip that was left over. I from, would yeah from I would skateboard. cut like the chunks of grip tape off from my board that I was gripping and yeah, save exactly. those for my tech decks. And yeah. then my fingers were constantly all tore up from yeah. using grip tape. I would like uh, slightly pre-cut my uh, my grip tape with scissors. Yeah, so exactly. I had had something with the uh, with the paper still under it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I probably still have some of those chunks laying around somewhere too. So yeah, I mean, once I once I got a hold of that, then like I seriously carried that thing around with me everywhere. I was constantly doing tricks at my desk. Then I started like diving into like looking up other companies. I, I didn't even have an Instagram at this point. Like mm-hmm. there was some stuff on, on Facebook. I mean, I never got into any forums or anything like that, mm-hmm. but like I started like, you know, searching around and I'd find those kind of like bigger companies and different people and started grabbing different things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also just got an Instagram account for fingerboarding. Like I, I never had, a, had an Instagram account before. Yeah. And Yeah. I just got it to look at stuff and uh, then I posted my my first thing like I think that's me snowboarding with a Azi Berlin uh, hoodie. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so basically um k- kind of for me like I I was playing in this thing, playing with this thing like in my basement, like setting up stuff while I was playing video games. Mm-hmm. I was messing with it. I would always carry it around with me, but like you know, I, I would like keep it on the down low, like, you know, doing some tricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I seriously thought like I was probably the only person in Colorado that was like, you know, playing with a playing with a fingerboard, you know. And I saw this, uh, you know, flyer for for a meetup and it was uh, one of Northwood's meetups. Um, ah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, it was his second one. 
Um, and I think it was, yeah, it was May, 2018. So, and then I started looking back and I was like, well, this dude's doing like an event, like a get together. I looked it up. He did one in 2017 and it was like right by my house. And I didn't even know that it was a thing. And like, see, here I am like playing with a fingerboard in my basement. And there's like an event, like seriously, right up the street for me. I didn't even know what's happening. So that's a bummer. I missed that one. But, oh, you missed it. Oh, yeah, damn. I missed I missed the very first one he did. But so oh, then I saw the damn. second one. And it's actually a funny story because I grew up in the mountains and Northwoods is in up in Fairplay in the mountains. And it's pretty close to where I grew up. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check this out. You know, it's pretty close. I'll go visit my parents and go check this event out. And I seriously thought I was going to be like this old dude with like a bunch of kids like playing with fingerboards, mm -hmm. you know? And when I got there, like, clearly we all know that that's not the case. You know, I was it, blown some, away. It sometimes is, but yeah. Yeah. More, more often than not, uh, it's mostly older people. Like, Dude, uh, here, here in Colorado, like, it is mostly older people. It's crazy. Like, I mean, we so, have some younger kids, but. Yeah, so, sometimes at the Aussie shop, uh, there's like. 13 14 15 year olds yeah yeah uh, they're mostly like in town with their parents visiting mm -hmm. berlin and uh they spend a day at the shop and the parents yep. can do whatever they want for a day yeah <laughs> and yeah but mostly and even back in the day uh i remember one event where like there was nobody from the scene there like it was a small contest was mostly kids from like a, a, I think it was a US airbase. Oh, made, yeah. They were stationed in Germany. And the only person from the scene other than me was uh, Martin Winkler. Oh, and wow. So I uh, basically hung out with him a whole day. And that's really why I know him, not from hanging out with him at other events before or after. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's like a rare occasion that. It's, it's all kids. Old, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mostly mostly people our age. And I, I think I'm pretty much in the in the average age group. Like I'm uh I'm soon turning 34. Yeah. And a lot of like most of my friends are I would say 29 to 36, like around my age. So I'm 38. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm right, right along there with you. Yeah. So yeah. So basically like I go to this first event, I just meet like all these awesome people. I see all these crazy parks, you know, he's got, he's selling all this stuff and I'm like, was, was it the first time you rode a park that was not yes. built oh, by yourself? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes, for yeah, sure. I still remember that feeling. Oh, man. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I remember uh, LAFB came out from California. Mm. And the guys from Blacklist came out. And they had, like, this Carlsbad gap and stuff. Like, Yeah, the LAFB stuff is Yeah, and do. I, I remember meeting those guys and just be like, oh, my God, you guys came out here from California with all this stuff? Like, and seeing those parks and just, like, the level that it was at, like, I was just like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. And then every single person I met was like, what's your Instagram? Do you got an Instagram? What's your Instagram? <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, I didn't even know anybody else did this, you know? Like, yep. so everybody's like, well, you got to start one, dude. You got to start one. So 
pretty much like after that, that was when like, I was like, okay, I'm going to start this Cubeco FB, you know, and, and get that fired up and, and see kind of what connections and what people I can find. And then it just spiraled totally out of control from there. So, and here we are. So Yeah. One, one thing I want to mention since we're on that topic, uh, you, you mentioned Northwoods and I just wanted to say that the documentary, uh, documentary about. Oh Northwoods. yeah. Is like one of the best oh my things God. in fingerboarding so I've amazing. seen this year. Like probably the best. It, oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, so, so if you up, ever if you ever see him the next time, yeah, that, that shit was insane. I'll tell. So I mean amazing. the the dude that did the filming for that that's Slamsville. His name's Tim. Like he's on our mm -hmm. flow team. That dude is here oh. all the time. He's he's awesome. He's actually working on something like that for us here at this too. Which that's is amazing. Be really cool. Because yeah. he, he seemed to know what he was doing oh yeah he he does professional he does that yeah, professionally. yeah and you, that that level is just you, you see that immediately oh like, for sure yeah I, as soon as i saw like the uh, the first few uh, sequences i was like this isn't like your average oh thing yeah amazing like thing. goosebumps like, thinking about yeah. it for sure yeah so good i've had multiple conversations with both those guys about how amazing that thing was for sure yeah it is yeah, I mean, I got to give uh, definitely props to Northwoods. I mean, he he definitely had like he grandfathered our our like whole scene here in Colorado. Mm -hmm. You know, if it wasn't for him, like doing those first events, like he got the ball like rolling and started like mm -hmm. connecting everybody with those couple things, you know, and each scene needs someone like that. Like totally. you always need someone to like organize events bringing parks bringing yeah. in people having yeah. products to sell at an event or just like mm -hmm. distribute to people and yeah it's like getting people who aren't that deep into it into it is like that's what events are for like yeah totally so yeah i mean basically you know i saw this and talked to him i mean we're we're good buddies you know i i mm -hmm. talk to him often um And yeah, like, you know, he's done so much to help, but like, basically after I saw that, I was like, you know, like we got this cool shop, you know, like we're running this art print and design company. Like we got some space, like we could throw an event at, at our shop, you know? So, I mean, we, I worked with him and he kind of helped us get it wrangled. And yeah, we did our first event in 2018, um, the, this FB throwdown. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was amazing. We had like, you know, over a hundred people, tons of product, bunch of parks. Like it was, it was awesome. So the, the non-fingerboarding part of this is uh, a shop where you do designs for shirts and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, things. it's like art print, art print design studio. We, mm -hmm. yeah, we print shirts, we make stickers. We do a lot of stickers and we do a lot of stickers for a lot of people in the fingerboard world. Tiny that, little ones, cool sticker packs. Hear all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the, yeah, we do so much for the fingerboard world now at this point. It's it's awesome. It's like half of our business now, which is so amazing. Um, but yeah, we do murals, we do graphic design. We we do all kinds of different stuff like that. Remind me to uh, hit you up later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, seriously, anybody that needs any stickers, hit us up or whatever, shirts, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh you, when was the first event roughly? So it was, uh, our first event at this was 2018, mm -hmm. uh, or no, 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 2019, 2019. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so and then we did, than I thought. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we basically kind of just jumped in on it. 
um, 2000 or 2020, like we had our second, you know, throwdown number two and COVID hit after <sighs> I launched the flyer. I seriously posted like, oh, like shit. put it, pushed it back, pushed it back like month after month after month until finally we were like, you know what? Like, let's just do this. It's the middle of summer. We'll do everything outside. Everybody's mm-hmm. got to wear a mask. And we were like, you know, let's just get this, get this done. And we still had like probably 75 to a hundred people come through, but cool. we spread everything out. Everybody kept mm-hmm. their mask on and we, and you know, it was all good. Nice. Yeah, basically the weekend that uh, uh, COVID hit in Germany, uh, I was at at a fingerboard event, which was like the the last time I got to see other people for the first like yeah twelve weeks or something like that, and uh, that event got like officially cancelled because the the venue was like yeah no that's not happening, and then they found something else and what much smaller and stuff, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You still got to do it. Yeah, and it. I I cherished that uh, that weekend for quite a while after, because yeah, after that, no no event in the summer was happening. Like we had we had one event in the summer, but yeah, that was comparatively small for an Aussie Berlin event. We did have a pretty good sized one kind of right before COVID hit that we all mm-hmm. got to see each other for. Uh, it was at Middle State. That was like the last big Colorado one right before right before uh, COVID hit. So, mm. so uh, how many parks do you have uh, at your location or how many spots? Um, or... So we got, I mean, we got, I counted them before we did this. I mean, we got <laughs> nine. We have nine and then like basically a flat surface for like games of skate kind of set That's up right lot. now. Like... And then we have a whole shelf that's filled with features and tons of different stuff. So we kind of have like, it's like, kind of, we got a bunch of the brickability stuff, which that dude is, is amazing. Um, Stefan is super cool. Oh my God. He's so cool. I, I, I feel like I got like, I got a plaza from him. Like, before he really like started getting huge, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I jumped in right before, like he just got crazy, you know? So, so I've had his stuff for a while, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. That, that park is so cool because like people come in and they set it up like different every, That's every so day. Cool. You know? Like we have a set uh, at the other Berlin shop, which was like, I don't want to brag, but I think that was like even, even earlier. Yeah. And, uh, like nobody like no one of us had ever seen anything like that before like yeah. we were all used to bolted in place like yeah. parks and uh, yeah he's basically the inspiration why i built my your my, park, uh, my park your the way yeah. i did because yeah uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, especially here in Colorado, like we're kind of shifting that that direction a little bit where things are movable. You know, maybe the ends are the same, but kind of the mm. middle can be moved around, you know? Yeah, I, I just went the whole way in. Everything is movable. Like I yeah. can disassemble that park in like five minutes. Yeah, I got, but... <laughs> I got one at my house, too. That's that's basically that as well. Yeah. So totally changeable. I'm I'm just counting the the parts at the Aussie Berlin shop in my head because I think you're at at least on par. Uh, yeah, with the amount of 
Uh, yeah, the other cool thing too is we we rotate them in and out, you know. So like mm-hmm. we'll we'll sell one or we'll have somebody build a new one and be like, okay, who's taking this one home and who and we got to get this new one in here, you know. And one of the big things about us is like you know if you take a park or we you buy a park, like you have to make sure you basically sign a contract that's like when there's an event in Colorado, you're, you're bringing, bringing this park to the event, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's pretty Yeah, cool. I think uh, I just counted in my head. I think it's like 15, 15 parks or bigger obstacles and yeah. a flat uh, thing. Because yeah, there's awesome. like a, a few bowls and a big mini, which our park ish. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, we got yeah, some a couple of those kind of things in here yeah. too. But that's super rad, like So yeah, let me uh let me explain kind of just how this FB like started cuz I do feel like it's, it's pretty do. it's pretty funny. So so basically, you know, we've been we've been doing the art print design thing for for 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. and I've always been into fingerboarding and I had you know, I have my personal Cubeco FB page or whatever. That's all fingerboarding stuff. But mm-hmm. like d- joining those together, like w- was tricky. Like, you know, I wanted to, when we had the first event, you know, like I wanted to like post up every single thing. You're like, yo, we got this fingerboard event coming up. Here's all our sponsor packs. Like we're going to be doing all these different contests. And, and, and the thing was, is like, we have a lot of clients that, are on there that, that like, don't, don't want to see fingerboard stuff. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, so like we, we are always in this like limbo where we, where we didn't want to really like hype it up too much, but we did. And like, it basically just started coming up like, Hey, you know, maybe we should just start like a, a fingerboard specific, this page, you mm-hmm. know, just so we have this outlet to like, push these events or to push, you know, whatever else is coming up or maybe products we make for a fingerboard company. And we had some stuff in our case for sale, some, some like small fingerboard stuff, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, um, our buddy that, that works with us now, FB Spliff, his name's Avery. I mean, big shout out to this dude. So basically he was working at the fat fingers store, which was the other store that was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember. So it was only around for about six months and he basically like, you know, stopped doing, stopped doing that kind of in that time. Um, you know, we had a couple parks at our shop would have some people come by here, there, you know, we kind of, we kind of had this fingerboard shop, but it wasn't like an official thing. It was more or less like a hangout. Yeah. We had a couple, we had some space for a couple parks and like people that were close to us knew that they could come down to use them, you know? Mm Hmm. So basically like, you know, me and, uh, Daniel, the other, uh, guy that works with me in here. Um, yeah. And he was part of board life skate shop too, which they had, they had, uh, they had a fingerboard park and some, and they were selling some stuff too. So all those things are kind of intertwined and, and both board life and the fat finger store sort of closed at the same time and like kind of opened this door for us. Mm-hmm. So Daniel started working with us and we talked, you know, like, Hey, maybe we should get Avery to help us like basically run, uh, uh, this FB Instagram page, you know? And he came in and we just brought it up like, Hey, would you be open to like running a this FB page? And he's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And and more or less, it was straight up just going to be an Instagram page where we like posted some things up, you know, and talked about events. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we we basically started, I think that night, 
And like, man, it just like snowballed so fast, you know, like next thing you know, we're like stocking up a case. We're like ordering these goods. The, the goods are selling faster than we could keep it. We got all these people coming in, all these people being like, Hey, can we set, can I bring my park there? You know, we got all these amazing builders here in Colorado. So like Excellent. literally it just like went from, from zero to a hundred in like less than a month, you know? And now like, here we are. And it's just like, it, seriously it's it's like over half of our business like half of our business at this point it's crazy that's so cool that's yeah. so cool to hear because having a physical location is tough like yeah i uh i know it like i would say secondhand from the other building shop because tim was a good friend of mine but yeah it's his shop so i i hear a lot of things and see a lot of things that he's doing and know a lot of stress that, that he's under and yeah it, it sometimes can be tough. Like, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I'll put in this disclaimer and I, I straight up tell people this. So, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to have a fingerboard shop if it wasn't for, you know, this Denver, the art print design side of things. Yeah. Like I yeah. was lucky enough that we had a successful business and you know, things were going well enough for that. And we had space. I was into fingerboarding. I knew this mm. fingerboard community and like saw this opportunity to basically like house an area for it to live, you know? And, and mm. if it wasn't for stickers, if it wasn't for shirts, if it wasn't for any of that, like we wouldn't be able to do that. And, and mm. the, the people that are here understand that, you know, and I think a lot of our clients do too, but I tell people like, you know, if you want a fingerboard, if you like this stuff, then you need to tell people like to get some stickers or to, you know, to support the, this Denver side of it, just as much as they're supporting the, this FB. Cause, cause this Denver is what's fueling this FB to, to work, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's, uh, also why, uh, uh, good vibes, uh, exists because yep. they also have the drift rc drift yeah. stuff in there yeah have an additional side of business yeah. and not just fingerboarding yeah and i think that's like you know fat fingers was in the mall and, and i know like they mm. had crazy overhead to run that place and it was just a fingerboarding like that's hard like you to just straight up open a fingerboard store like we have a booming scene here but like there'll be days days that people don't come in and then all yeah. of a sudden we have a day where a lot of people come in but even at the other berlin shop like yeah those days happen like yeah and and the thing is with us is is like i love it i i mean i i want as many people to come here and fingerboard as as we can but but like it's not an end-all be-all you know if we could go a week without a single person buying a single thing or even coming into shred and it wouldn't make any difference you know like mm -hmm. It's just this other thing that we have that that's like helping the cause, you know? So yeah. it, it is good that we don't, that we're not like stressing over those, like, you know, this FB numbers. It's more of a thing mm -hmm. that we're doing because we love it. And we're like a big part of this like community and scene, you know, we're just trying to push it and make it better and have a place for it to, to live, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, a couple of years ago uh, after the Black River store closed and the other bone shop uh, opened in its stead like th there was a time where it was really rough because i think uh, tourism was very slow in berlin oh yeah uh, that summer because it was like continuously bad weather and so for weeks there were like no tourists doing the yeah. like, big purchase thing because yeah at, at shops like that I, I i don't know if it's the same for you but i see it in the Aussie shop all the time that 
people want to go there basically their entire fingerboard career. Like anyone yeah. who's been fingerboarding a lot wants to go at Aussie, to Aussie at some point. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely on there, my list. <laughs> yeah, and when they go there, they usually uh, want to buy something there. Like most people mm-hmm. buy a couple of shirts, oh, a yeah. deck, uh, buy stuff. pair of trucks. and definitely. Uh, Yeah. So if you don't have like... Uh, multiple people spending like let's say 100 to 200 bucks every weekend yeah and you just don't have that for a month yeah. or two yeah it gets rough rather quickly tough and yeah, for sure. uh, gladly the uh, other shop is in a in a place right now where they can support uh, something like that because that was before they had a web shop and since the web shop it, yeah it's it's gotten much better but yeah, not having or having to rely on people coming in and buying things, especially in fingerboarding where there aren't a yeah. lot of consumables. Like, yeah, it it changes the whole vibe, you know? It's yeah. definitely a lot more stressful at that point, you know? because, yeah, I mean, I, I change my decks regularly and I have way too many trucks and way too many wheels. Like most of them I just bought because I wanted to support someone or yeah. want to have something cool or something oh, new yeah. for myself. But, yeah. but other than that, you don't really need new stuff all the time. So yeah. having a fingerboard shop that relies on people buying their fifth pair of trucks and their twelfth uh, pair of wheels becomes uh, hard rather quickly. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. We saw that at the beginning. You know, everybody that we knew was in here all the time, and they were all getting stuff. And now at this point they're like stocked, but now we're lucky because we have people come. We have people come from all over the nation, you know. Yeah, and that's a, that's dude what from you Alaska, have to do. dude from you know Texas. The other day we had we had a dude from Texas, dude from Missouri, and a dude from Montana all here at the same time <laughs> and, and different. Like uh, they didn't even know that they were going to be here. It was like three different places that that that, that came here. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah. So and we get that a lot now. So and. And you only get that when you're established for a bit, and when you mm-hmm. have something to, yeah, to do there. Like there are some yep. locations that are, just aren't really open to the public, or yeah. don't have enough space to really have parks, and it's rough because you don't have these people that travel half the country or half the world just to be there. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty lucky here in Colorado. Like we're pretty centrally located in America, you know? So we get people from the East coast. We get people from the West coast, you know, we got the mountains here and, you know, weeds legal and all this different stuff. Like Mm -hmm. this is a destination place where people come to Colorado for a vacation. And we have people come in that are like, I made it a point to make sure I came to the fingerboard store in Colorado to check it out. You know, yeah, same with same with how Berlin works. Oh, like, for sure. The other uh, Berlin shop wouldn't really work in a lot of other cities in Germany. Like, yeah, it would probably work in Hamburg and Munich, but I think those would be the other, the only, the other, only other options. Two. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. I don't think it would work in Stuttgart, where I'm from. It's a yeah. like very very rich city. Uh, kind of big because every every German car manufacturer uh, like Mercedes-Benz and Porsche both yeah. have their main headquarters there wow. and a lot of like like Bosch and yeah like a, a lot of the German tech is done there so oh, wow. it's a it's a huge city it's very very well off very rich 
but nobody wants to visit like, there. Visit like it's, there. Yeah, like it's, totally. it's not really beautiful. Like yeah, I like it's it not because like a I destination up. city or anything. Yeah, like the the destination is more like a couple hours away from it because right, it, yeah, like the middle of the Black Forest starts like a couple hours away from it, like two hours or one hour. But yeah, uh, other cities just don't have the the infrastructure for people or the incentive for people to come there there. and maybe bring their family and Mm -hmm. spend a day fingerboarding while their family keeps themselves busy uh, in the tourist. Yeah. It's funny. People get dropped off all the time. They're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, my parents (laughs) just dropped me off or my girlfriend just dropped me off. She's going to go do some shopping. I'm going to fingerboard. I've seen that so many times. (laughs) You know, like that's usually how it goes every now and then their family will come in they'll just be like, what? This is crazy. Like you got all these fingerboard parts. Like what the heck? Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's, it's cool to hear that it's like a very, very similar vibe. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy. I mean, we do, you know, we do like first Friday events. So every first Friday of the month, we're like in this like cool, funky art, like art community. So there's mm-hmm. like a art walk on first first Friday of the month. All the galleries like have new artists showing and stuff. So, you know, every first Friday we have free, you know, open fingerboard sessions. We usually have a ton of people come through, bunch of people walking around the district coming through to check it out, which is like kind of opening up the door for more people to see it, you know, Mm -hmm. which is great. Like, you know, we have, we have, um, people that come in that are just like, Oh my God, like I'm, I've always been into to tech decks. I didn't know this was a thing. Next thing you know, they're coming here like once a week to buy decks or, you know, just come in and support us and shred, you know? So it's cool. Cause I do feel like we're kind of branching out and helping mm-hmm. spread that with these like first Friday kind of events, just in this district that we are. That's that, that cool. we're in. Yeah. Like I said, events are such an integral part of the fingerboard community. Cause yeah. it's like all about connecting people. Like in, in the beginning, it's about, uh, bringing people into the scene and after a couple of years that's where we, we meet our friends like i i have people from all over the world from all over germany and i rarely make time to visit them somewhere or like we usually meet at uh fast fingers every year yep. or at the big Aussie berlin yep. event or at the shop at some time or this event in Leipzig or this event in Hamburg. Like Mm -hmm. it's, that's where we really connect. And uh, I feel like that's been missing in Germany for quite a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And it's only really getting started again, like in, like right before COVID, like the first, like the year before COVID was when a lot of uh, contests started popping up again. Um, yeah. Do you uh, do you see something like that in the states as well? Like, do you feel like there's uh, an influx of fingerboarding events in in the last yeah. years, or was there more of a decline? Yeah, no, no. I definitely feel like there 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 has been for sure. I mean, it, yeah, here in Colorado, but here all around, you know, and I know a lot of different people that are putting together events. I mean, we're sponsoring a lot of them, and. Uh, you know, we're hyping them up. I mean, we're definitely going to be doing our throwdown event every year. Like it's going to be an annual thing. Um, number three, throw uh, this FB throwdown. Number three is on August 28th. So it's coming up. Oh, Got cool. a bunch of sponsors on for that ton of people that I know are coming out, flying yeah. out, 
you know, I've, I've been telling people, you know, our events had a hundred people before we started this FB. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we've, we've so easily grown another hundred to 200 people just since that last event that are like, Oh, I'll definitely be at your next event now. Plus we got like all these other clients and stuff that we're making fingerboard products for. And all these people we're connecting with, mm -hmm. um, all across the country that are like, I'm going to make sure I'm at your next event that are going to be flying in. So, I mean, we, I'm thinking we're we're gonna have 300 people here. Like it might be totally crazy. You know, let's, it's gonna be let's amazing. Let's hope. Let's hope that uh, everything stays as is and it and COVID doesn't. Yeah, um, creep back up. Yeah, to, yeah, it yeah, seems like things have been getting again. a little weird lately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully that's like, not an issue. At, at the same uh, at the same day, we uh, have the first bigger uh, uh, bigger event in uh, Berlin as well. Nice on the twenty eighth. Yeah, but cool. I probably probably can't go because uh, in on that day in the morning at nine a.m. I get my second vaccine shot, so uh, I'll probably be out of commission that day. Yeah, I mean we've we've all gotten them here at my shop, and yeah, the second yeah. one, I yeah, they they weren't that bad. It didn't really affect us too much, so you'll probably be fine. Yeah, let's see. But yeah, German yeah. was a bit late to the party. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, is there anything else you uh, you wanted to shout out before we uh, transition to the uh, rapid fire section? Um. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we're. I I definitely am. I'm feel really lucky to be able to you know do this. Like, mm -hmm. I have this cool art print design business that that that's going really well, and I've been able to like tie in this hobby that like, you know, I've always had my whole life that that's now this like booming when I, I don't know about booming, but like growing like scene and community and mm -hmm. market that like we've been able to kind of link together. And, you know, I've met all these amazing people that I consider like some of my closest friends just in yeah, the last same. four or five years, uh, you know, same through fingerboarding which which is crazy like if you would have asked me six years ago if i needed a pile of you know 30 more friends i would be like no you're crazy why, why would i do even do that and and now here i am with this like whole crew of people that are just like my my best buddies you know and i see them all the time i'm going on fingerboard trips with them and you know it's yeah. it's just really crazy we're super lucky we appreciate the support from everybody that that comes in here and talks to us even if you're not coming in here but just supporting us outside of there ordering stuff you know it's all it's all part of the program and it all helps mm. a lot so we we appreciate it and uh, i i feel like uh, the us has like a big of uh, like like you said a bit of a boom uh, for fingerboarding yeah. cuz uh, I I'm trying to make it a point to talk to most people that have a physical uh, location. Yeah. So you were uh, definitely on bucket list for a while, but yeah, that's been a lot. Like no, uh, for sure. And it's crazy because like we, you know, we'll we'll have people come by, and it's happened a few times um, lately. But you know, we're trying to like help help somebody that that's in another state in another town like 
telling them how it is that we've gotten to this point and be like, mm -hmm. you know, you can do this too. You know, it's, it's so often that we hear people be like, you know, there's, there's nobody in my town that fingerboards or there's nobody in my state that fingerboards. I'm like, dude, you'd be surprised. I was in that same spot, you know, like you'll be surprised. It takes somebody like you to either make a park or put something together, put a small event together, a session and start like bringing these people out, you know, and, and introducing yeah. them. And then next, Thing you know that person's telling their friend and their friends coming too and then next thing you know you got 20 30 50 people that are into fingerboarding that are doing it and getting together to do it you know yeah i uh, i've i met uh i met the, the only fingerboarder in helsinki like yeah. three times in one month yeah <laughs> yeah i remember hearing you say that and yeah, that's totally that's so true like yeah. people think that you know yeah and and all of them were like 14 15 year old kids and they were like yeah there's no one really in helsinki and uh, yeah I, I never met anyone and this is the first time i think i'm boarding with people in real life and i'm like yeah wasn't there like another dude here last week like you've, yeah. you can probably find him on instagram because he did a photo with tky and did yeah. he, the other thing that i think is, is a big part of it too is like it, it's getting a lot cooler like uh, you know mm -hmm. I, I don't think twice about like pulling my fingerboard out and doing some tricks at the restaurant or at the airport or or at the park or whatever you know and people are like well what's that that you know and they think it's cool especially if you can do some tricks you know like mm -hmm. back in the day when when i had a fingerboard like I'd, i and i was a hardcore skateboarder you know mm -hmm. like i i fingerboard now because i i'm always at work you know i don't have time to go skateboard and snowboard like i used to I can mm -hmm. do tricks with my fingerboard, which is amazing that I have this outlet. But, you know, when I was going to the skate park, I'd, you know, have my fingerboard or whatever. And people would be like, why you have that put, throw that thing in the trash and do a kickflip on your real skateboard, you know? But now mm -hmm. I feel like it's the thing where it's like, if you skateboard and the skateboarding culture is just getting so crazy these days, it's like, yes. if you skateboard and you don't have a fingerboard, like what, what, what's wrong with you? Why don't you have one of these? Look at the, how cool this thing is. It's a scale model of your skateboard. Why not have one, you know? And it's yeah. like becoming a thing where it's like accepted and it's cool to have it, you know? Yeah. When, when I uh, first picked up a skateboard again, I, uh, uh, the first time I went to actually skate was, uh, in the local, uh, uh, indoor skate park uh, in the mini ramp because I was like yeah back then I knew how to skate mini ramps so that's yeah, transition, where, yeah. where I start again and that's the story in itself but there uh, there was were like two people with me shredding the mini ramp for a couple hours like uh, like most people were in the in the street section and it was yeah. only us free in in the mini ramp and bowl area yeah for a good couple that's hours. usually how it is yeah and and one of the guys had a Berlinwood sticker on his helmet and a yeah. River sticker on his board. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, and I and I feel like it's only it's only gonna get bigger. Like when I was growing up, the skateboarding world was the same was the same as like what I feel like the fingerboard thing is now. Like. Yeah, people would see me with my skateboard and, and they'd be like look at this punk kid like what are you doing you're skating outside like yeah. and now it's like this socially accepted thing everybody's wearing a wearing a skateboard shirt or whatever and and now fingerboarding skate, is, skate shoes and yeah skate shoes it's it's like this this fingerboarding thing is just like following right in like the skateboarding footsteps you know pretty mm. soon 
it, everybody is going to know about fingerboarding, you know, like, yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. And I, uh, one, one other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, um, and before we jump into the next section is I've, uh, I've seen that, uh, someone else is also doing a contest in Colorado uh, where they do an after party at your place or at your shop. Yeah. 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 So USA fingerboard league, um, mm -hmm. they've been doing a bunch of pop-up uh, events. They did a kind of a, a contest series run of events. You know, we, I yeah, went out we to need one more in Chicago. Contest series. Like oh it, man. It, in, it in was Germany, really cool. We, we need something like that. When I oh, saw man, that, it, I was, was so like, cool. that's so rad. Yeah, and he did a really good job. So yeah, I went to the one in Chicago. It was a blast. I came back and there was one in Las Vegas. I mm -hmm. made the joke to Avery, FB Spliff. I was like, dude, maybe we should try to go to this event in Vegas. And he's like, actually, dude, that would be really cool. Like, let's try to do it. Next thing you know, we like send a message to our group chat like, hey, we're thinking about going to do this. Next thing you know, we're going down to Vegas with our team of fingerboarders <laughs> to an event. Like the fact that that even happened and that's a thing yeah. is so that's amazing so to me cool. if you would if you would have asked my 15 year old self playing with a tech deck that i'd be taking a team of fingerboarders to an event in las vegas like oh my god that's so <laughs> wild it's so cool yeah when yeah. i saw that uh i i was totally amazed and i saw that you also didn't you did quite well in that event yeah i mean i definitely have placed pretty pretty well in all the contests which is which yeah. is pretty awesome yeah i saw your name popping up uh all over the place yeah I can I can use a fingerboard sometimes, you know, when yeah. I'm feeling it. I can do some tricks. Yeah, I can do it sometimes, but usually not at contests. Like at at the very oh, it's a last whole different game at a contest. Yeah. a lot more like, stressful, nerve wracking. Absolutely, the the very last event before uh, COVID hit, like the basically the first weekend of COVID. Uh, on that contest, I did quite well because it was mostly people I knew or knew yeah. of or other people i might as well know yeah like, that helps when it's a bunch of your friends around it's different than when you're at some and, other thing and even if you don't know them like it, yeah you just see if someone has been in the fingerboard scene for a while and yeah you, uh, you instantly connect with them and it's much more relaxing than mm -hmm. on a like big contest and at that one i also did quite well but yeah on big contests i usually uh, get too nervous and shaky but yeah, one, yeah, once in a while, especially like best trick. If you're contests, feeling it, you can do good yeah. for sure. You know, like, it kind of depends. When I was super drunk at Pateo, it worked like a charm. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that was one of the best contests I did in in a while. <laughs> yeah, so the, the yeah the dude had an event here in Denver, USA Fingerboard League, and uh, we've definitely helped him out a bunch. He he got a bunch of parks from us and stuff like that for the, oh, cool. for the tour. And, uh, cool. yeah, I was like, you know, let's throw a, throw an after party at, at this FB. So the people that are coming here from out of town can come over and check our shop out. And we actually had quite a few people come by. I mean, we ended up I, I, until about I midnight. it already happened. Uh, I, I thought it was still in the future. No, it already happened. Yep. Yeah. That oh, one already cool. happened. Um, cool. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So his event started at, at noon and then went till i think it was like around six and then seriously we came over here at 6 30 and fingerboarded till like midnight it was like the the entire yeah. day fingerboarding all day it was but it was awesome it was such a such a fun yeah. day for sure yeah i've had many events like that and it's amazing can't wait to have that again yeah 
Yeah, we're looking but, forward to our next event. Hopefully it's uh it's yeah, it's gonna be a blast for sure. Yeah. So um let me uh, let me say one more thing real quick, yes. just talking about that. Yes. Um we're definitely really lucky here in Colorado. We we have this crew of dudes that like make these amazing parks, uh, Dark Matter, Renegade, Finger Trials, um, the collective crew, um, Sergeant Fingers, Joe D, like Northwoods, all th- these people, August, um, they're all like making these crazy parks, and we just kind of have this place for them to live. So you know, when we have these events, we'll, we'll have 50 parks here or more, you know, wow. just insane, like level. And I, yeah, it's, it, we're lucky. Like I tell people, people come in and they're like, did you make these? And I'm just like, no, we haven't made a single one of these. <laughs> like we just <laughs> are lucky to have these dudes like making, making this a reality, you know, it, it's, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have a fingerboard store, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, one uh, the uh, Sergeant uh, Fingers guy. I like his stuff yeah. a lot. Like, yeah, his stuff is super rad. Him and, and Renegade, like they do, like this crazy scale miniature stuff where there's smashed yeah. pop cans and trash in the corner and cigarette butts on the ground and you know cracks and dirt and moss and it's just wild. <laughs> and uh, like. Uh, He's uh, like his family is from the same area that I am from yeah. in Germany. Yeah, like, he goes to Germany pretty often. Yeah, uh, like I, I literally saw, saw an image of him and was like, "That's not in the states." Yeah, that's in Germany. Yeah, and, I think uh, he just took a trip to Germany pretty recently, for sure. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, because that time was was a while ago, and he got us, uh, he got a tattoo of a coat of arms, and I was like. Dude, that's like 10 minutes away from where I grew up. Like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. It's literally the other side of a hill. Like, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, uh, re- really cool that you shouted all of those out because you really need that like core yeah. scene of support. I, yeah. I think the other shop wouldn't exist if it didn't have a, a strong uh, core scene in Berlin. Yeah. I mean, there's other people too, you know, like foul fingers, he's making obstacles, you know, muck's making boards, doom lagoons, making boards, August Mm -hmm. is making boards, you know? So, you know, it's not just parks. It's also people making boards and like developing products. Um, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's really thriving out here. We got a lot of people making creative and awesome stuff. And luckily they got this outlet where they can, uh, come and spread the spread the word and sell it yeah. or whatever you know and that that's also one of the reasons why i like fingerboarding you can do so, like whatever you're good at or whatever you want to do you can find a way to integrate it into tie it in somehow yeah for like, sure like i'm pretty good at working with foam and foam doesn't really work for fingerboard obstacles but yeah yeah it, creating all the molds and uh doing like very precise cuts on my foam wire cutter like that's yeah yeah I, I can do and i'm i'm familiar with and know how it works and that's know crazy. what materials to use and stuff like that like that's you, awesome you can just find like just find your the thing you're good at and yeah see how you can make it work like yeah. there's a bunch of artists photographers like anyone yeah yeah so uh yeah let's uh Cool. Finally, start this. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, absolutely no worries. Um, so uh, a thing I do with uh, all of my guests is that I ask them a list of questions I've written down, 
and I call it the rapid fire question, but it usually isn't anything but rapid. Uh, isn't any uh, isn't rapid at all. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, don't uh, don't feel too rushed. But uh, the idea is to not spend too much on each question. But if you want sure. to, no problem at all. So the uh, very first question is: What's your favorite wheels? Um, it's definitely lab wheels are really awesome. I definitely got mm. quite a few of those as they first started launching, but now I yeah, can't I haven't get a hold tried of them yet. Oh yeah, man, I... they're, they're rad. They're definitely really cool. The way they, yeah, do different ones are really awesome. Um, definitely need to shout out, uh, abstract wheels, uh, redemption, mm, yes. like, yes. man, those wheels, I I'd say half the, half the scene here in Colorado, like uses strictly those wheels like they're cool. they're amazing they they work really good great shapes they roll well perfect squeak you know they're awesome yes, some people hate the squeak i love the squeak oh yeah i love it too for sure like Once especially less. non-fingerboarders like my boyfriend can't be in the same room when i ride my park <laughs> oh yeah because it's squeaking yeah yeah because with the concrete and granite and yeah. like soft urethane wheels oh like, it's obnoxious to people that yeah. aren't into fingerboarding it's obnoxious. yeah but if you're into fingerboarding you don't, don't even, even hear, hear it, it. Like, i don't even hear it yeah no yeah. For sure. you're only really aware when like when i'm sitting in a, in a bar and i'm yeah. fingerboarding it's like oh this is kind of loud yeah, like is, is the music loud enough to, yeah. to cover the noise? Drown like, this out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, what's your favorite deck and shape? Um, that's a tricky one. I mean, I I love like supporting people. I love trying new things, getting new stuff, and Same. checking out different brands and supporting different people that are doing it. You know, I yeah. got a lot of different boards. Um. I don't think I can pin down specifically one thing that okay. I like the most. That, that's also fine. <laughs> um, what's a favorite trick on flat? Uh, let's say tray flip. It's a classic. <laughs> um, what's a favorite trick on an obstacle? Um, any blunt slide variation. I oh, would say. yeah. I love, I love some blunt slides. Yeah. Especially on the curb with with the squeal. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, favorite song right now? Um, so uh, Daniel got me listening to this uh, Cobra Man band. They're the they're the dopest. From what is it, Man Ramp? Right. <laughs> yeah. War, yeah, Warble Skate videos. The Man Ramp. The guys that make the Man Ramp music. Oh, oh okay. Man. Cobra Man, they're awesome. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard of them, but I've definitely seen most of the Man Ramp ones, so I've yeah, probably they're heard cool. it. Cool jams. Um, outdoor or indoor fingerboarding? Ah, uh, uh, let's let's just go indoor because we have all the parks indoors, <laughs> <laughs> but we put them outside sometimes too. So it's a little bit of both, you know, indoor or outdoor. Yeah. And and that's also really fun. Like we, uh, <laughs> like during COVID, we uh, took a couple par uh, parks to a park, and it was also fun. No, it's cool for sure. Yeah. Uh, favorite obstacle. Um, uh, favorite obstacle that I have, or just to shred, or to ride on. Let's say. Yeah. Um, uh, I like nice ledges and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, after doing a bunch of these contests, though, it turns out like I definitely am pretty good at vert 
riding. So <laughs> I guess nice. a good, I guess a good mini ramp is always a, always a fun time. Cause it turns out I'm a old ramp dog, I guess. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to be really good at transition. Like it was basically the only thing I wrote back then. And that's also why, uh, why I hung around with Martin Winkler quite a lot. Cause we were riding the big mini for like hours. Yeah. <laughs> no one else was really that interested. Yeah. And, yeah, but uh, these days, like, I have one quarter pipe in my park, and that one is rarely used other than to support another obstacle to not slip away. Right. Yeah, I definitely like. I'm on the I'm on the program where I like to do as many tricks as I can, like in a row. You know, like I'm trying to do like long line and stuff like that as opposed to like mm -hmm. this one crazy trick so i feel like mm -hmm. with a ramp like it's easy to just that's keep true. a line going or like with a that's, park that's true we're lucky to have parks where i can do that kind of thing you know so yeah yeah that, that's definitely true and and like a good bowl like that's also something i really like yeah, and they're but, hard to find too. That's not something you get a shred on a lot. Yeah, you know? and, and hard to make. Like, yep. I've been thinking about building one, and it, it's it's a process. And if I do it, I I, I do it right. And yeah, they're tricky. I mean, yeah, they're awesome. We, you know, finger trials make some really good transition kind of stuff. That's kind of what he's all about. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's yeah. Yeah, a good bowl is, is hard to come by, but when it's there, it's it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, concrete, wood, or granite? Uh, concrete. Yeah. Uh, nolly switch, regular, or fakie? Uh, I do like I do like nolly tricks. Mm -hmm. uh, and I I think I'm I'm good at fakie tricks. So, I suck yeah. at fakie. I, like, I I'm good at nolly. I suck at fakie. Yeah, I do feel like a lot of times when I get like good fakie tricks, especially like in games of skate, like people are like, "Oh man, I suck at you know fakie this or fakie that," and I'm, you know, it's, I'm like, oh, especially okay. like especially on an obstacle, like yeah. in, in flat, like I do sweat every time someone does a fakie tray because for yeah. some reason I'm I miss half of them, even yeah. though it's like not a super technical trick. Trick, yeah. But, it's just one I, I suck at. Yeah. And but with uh fakie tricks on an obstacle, I miss most. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I do I, I probably do a lot of fakie tricks. So yeah, I guess I'd I'd probably say fakie on that answer. <laughs> uh, do you have hobbies outside of fingerboarding? Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a total nerd. I got like, you know, RC cars. I love RC cars. I've um, have a slot car track. It's awesome. Ah, I, actually, cool. I got it boxed up right now, but I definitely like been into that for a long time. Then you need to uh, need to visit uh, the Steig in Schwarzenbach. Yeah, I've I've thought about bringing uh, bringing the slot car track here into this a couple times. It might end up happening at some point because they have an insane thing, and I don't think many people know that. Yeah, no, that's rad. That would be it's, so cool. Check it out. It's like half the basement like yeah that's awesome. it's huge yeah that's cool i mean mine was definitely big i got it all boxed up right now but it'll, yeah. it'll come out again i mean i collect a bunch of old vintage toys i got like battle yeah, cool. pieces and you know some old stuff like that that i collect um cool 
yeah, I got all kinds of weird hobbies. I'm always drawing and creating art and crafting yeah. stuff and making things. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like once you, once you get one weird hobby, you tend to collect a few. Oh yeah. In, like before you get any weird hobbies, you're like super, like it's super hard to, to get into one of those. Cause you're like, Oh, yeah. what, what do other people think? Or what's that? And when you when you've had a weird hobby for a while and you're used to people being weird about it yeah like at at some point when i hear anything new it's like that's cool yeah that's can, cool can, just accept like, it just a like, lot more accepting. Can, can you can you tell me about that yeah like, yeah that sounds like, interesting i i tried so many weird hobbies like i yeah. i played jugger for a while yeah i don't know if you know that but it's like based on a bad science fiction movie from the 80s somewhere yeah i remember you talking in, about in it yeah. like or awesome. i've been larping for ages and like once you once you get over the oh that's weird thing then it's like it's awesome yeah you, you give things a chance and you might end up liking something yeah i got yo-yos i'll play with those oh. kendamas we've had kendama events here at our shop that have been super cool, oh, cool. so yeah you know any skill toys i'm all, all yeah. about that kind of stuff i'm i'm a total kid at heart for sure <laughs> yeah i i juggle a lot and yeah uh, yeah the, awesome. there's a very uh very close relation between kendama yo yo yep. juggling and fingerboarding too i would say yeah you yeah because it's it's You're all doing about tricks yeah and, and mastering something uh something that looks very trivial yeah because the first time i saw someone do a kendama trick i was like okay and yeah. the and then i tried it and i was like it's hard. okay man it's hard <laughs> yeah Dude, it's hard that stuff is crazy yeah and making something hard look not hard at all is the art of it yeah <laughs> um uh, this one will uh probably be a bit harder uh do you have a favorite fingerboard video uh yeah i mean i gotta say you know, give a shout out to that Fingers of Fury <laughs> video mm -hmm. 411 back in the day, you know, seeing that, I was just like, whoa, this is awesome, you know. I recently tried to watch that and didn't hold up as good. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it, especially on the level that we're at now. But <laughs> exactly. I remember when it came out, it was just like, whoa, this is crazy, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, 411 doing a fingerboard video yeah. is still, still insane. Yeah. If you could get one Black River Park, which one would it be? And it's enough <sighs> if you can roughly describe it. Yeah, the, the one where it's kind of like at an angle. It's got like that center part that's kind of at an angle. Ah, uh, I think that's the G14, the one with the like yeah. uh, uh, Eurogap and the stair yeah. at the other side and grass between. Yeah, and the, the, I the mean, big center I... block. Yeah. I, I would think at some point we'll we'll have a Black River Park in our shop. I mean, we've, we've talked about it a lot of times. During COVID, we were considering getting one, and the shipping was, like, super crazy on it. Yeah, because I, I think they actually, uh, they actually do it in, like... Like crate. not yeah, like not even like not like one full container, but it, the crate fills a lot of a big shipping yeah. container. Yeah, and I mean we've been ordering a lot of Black River stuff. We got a few other 
kind of events sort of kind of lined up with black river. Mm. I mean, those guys are amazing. You know, I feel like we're yeah. just, I, I, you know, I just want to get tied in with what you guys are doing out there and what we're doing out here as much as possible. And I'm, mm. I'm hoping at a certain point, you know, we'll be like, you know, potentially like the guys from sorry or whatever, and kind of link up and potentially be able to get a deal and get one of those in here, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because yeah, the, the shipping is what kills most people. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. It, it's rough. And yeah, here in Germany, we don't have that problem and still not a lot of people have a black. Yeah. Card. And if they do, it's mostly like an old one. They basically save from, an indoor skate park or a skate shop that had one like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there, I don't think there are any in Colorado. Oh, I mean, Northwoods yeah, has, Northwoods has like the, the ramp one or whatever, the mini ramp mm -hmm. one. Oh, okay. The, the big mini. Yeah. 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 He has that one. Yeah, but here, that, that's it. Like when, when I was like first getting into the scene, uh, like in the early two thousands, like pretty much every, uh, every skate shop had, yeah that's amazing park we, we try to too like when we have a park that we're like what are we going to do with this like which sounds crazy that that even is a thing but like sometimes yeah. we're like maxed out on space and we're like all right we got to find a new place for this to live like we'll go talk to local skate parks or indoor indoor parks or skate shops and be like you know well do you guys want to keep this here kind of help spread the word you know mm -hmm. like so. yeah and back then like that that was the thing like like uh there's this like big chain of uh skate shops uh called titus yeah uh, titus and they they had one in like they have a shop in pretty much every major city in germany and they had one in every every in shop pretty much pretty much everyone like yeah, that's not in the one in the city i was living in of course because yeah because i think it was mostly a space concern there yeah pretty that, that much is a tough thing yeah, especially if you if you're selling stuff, yeah, stuff like you need, you spaces, need spaces for at, racks and shirts and boards yeah, and all spaces that. Yeah, premium. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you prefer flat ground with an obstacle or a park? Yeah, I mean, you got to know the answer to that one. <laughs> it's definitely park for sure, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, I love parks as well. Like, I mean, flat I, yeah. with an obstacle doesn't do it for me. Like, I I got tons of obstacles, and I mean, I'm I'm always trying to park. I'm lucky to be able to yeah. walk into the walk into the park area and just shred. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, like b before I rebuilt my park, I had like a handful of obstacles, and most of them are curbs. Like, yeah, I had a, a, a couple curbs. Uh, a rail like that's pretty much all i needed at home because i yeah i don't use it that often and my park i film film at uh, and do stuff at quite consistently so at my desk from sitting here doing work i mean i definitely have multiple features i got a quarter pipe i mean i yeah. practically got a little a little yeah, that's, that's where most of my spot. stuff lives yeah switch them out i put different features and i'm like all right i'm gonna shred this today and i just like shred this bench or shred this block or shred i this pretty much always bat. have my uh <laughs> have my simple bench it's a like granite uh slab and yeah I, that's my go-to thing on my desk yeah yeah i switch them out i try to rotate them as much as possible uh heel flip or kick flip uh, I gotta say kick, kick flip just cause I'm much better at those, but Same. I mean, 
hill flips are hill flips are nice when you when you got them. Yeah, I just but am not I that consistent with them. I can do them good sometimes, but yeah, not like as a consistent as kick flips. Like a straight heel flip manual is a beauty if you do it right. Oh yeah, definitely. Like straight and not super high and yeah, but it's tough. Uh, do you have a favorite fingerboarder? Um, I mean, all the dudes on our team are are awesome. I definitely would say th those guys. <laughs> What's your favorite um, fruit right now? Do are you gonna give me a chance to give a shout out to the sure to sure the team, uh, didn't, team didn't, guys or should I call I, them out now? No, no. <laughs> uh, do do it right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, basically got Dank Mode on there. He's amazing. Um, ben Beebe, uh, he rides for Fingerboard Connoisseur, too. I mean, mm -hmm. that dude is amazing. Uh, Avery, FB Spliff, I mean, he works in here with me. He's a huge part of growing the scene here in, here in Colorado. Um, he shreds, for sure. Super creative and consistent. Um, and then, I mean, we got like, you know, flow team. Um, those are like our main team riders there. Dark matter is kind of like our, like builder, if you were at will park sponsored builder. <laughs> um, and then the yeah, cool. flow team is, uh, you know, Slamsville, Tim, he's the one that filmed the Northwoods thing. Mm -hmm. He's, he's awesome. He helps film stuff for us too. Uh, Rick, uh, Savboy 303, uh, Oogie Boogie, Cody, uh pigeon fb and uh lance uh those dudes are all awesome um joe d he uh he kills it yeah we definitely got a really good crew of riders and it's it's awesome seeing seeing Sounds stuff like from those it. guys super cool uh, uh what's your favorite food right now Oh, food uh let's go with uh let's go with tacos i love yeah. mexican food for sure yeah, sadly, never had like real Mexican food because yeah, it's, it's oh, far, far away. It, it is just, it just thrives here in Colorado. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite skateboarder? Uh, ooh, I mean, I grew up, you know, watching Jamie Thomas, Andrew Reynolds, you know, mm -hmm. Chad Muska, all those, all those OG dudes. It, it'd have to be, you know, some of those guys for sure. Yeah, I think I, I still name my favorite skateboarder from back then that probably hasn't stepped on a board in I mean, yeah. Years. Like, I still follow skateboarding pretty close, but, like, not the same as yeah. as when I was, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would read hardcore into every ma magazine back then. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. A, a German magazine, so nothing, nothing non-Germans know, but I would buy every everything like i think it came out once a month and i was there like i was at the shop the day it released the day it came out yeah yeah and i i would read it like front to back multiple times and oh yeah no i had every trans world yeah trans world skateboarding and thrasher magazine subscriptions to both of those growing up you know yeah i was never allowed to have sub subscriptions because uh my dad uh works in the magazine industry and uh, has been doing that for like 40 years and he was like no you're not getting a subscription <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could see like, how that could be kind of scammy in his eyes or whatever yeah yeah because awesome. he, he was funny. like if you can get it in this town 
just go just, buy it when it comes just, out. Just <laughs> just ride your skateboard like two kilometers there and, and go get it. Yeah, that's it. funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you prefer loose or tight trucks or medium? Uh, I de I definitely rock pretty loose trucks for sure. Ah, okay. I like uh, getting those good pinch crooked grinds and stuff like that. And do you like out, it? Picking it out. Do you like when it rattles? Uh, no, no, definitely not rattling. Not that loose. No, not that loose. Okay. No, no. I mean, yeah, it's got, it's got spring to it, but it's not, mm. no, not that floppy. No, no. Yeah. No people who ride like that or rode like that. And yeah, no bushings basically. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, like, not quite, I'm not quite there, but I definitely like them. Like I'm pretty, pretty soft. Yeah. My, my former co-host for a while, he, uh, he used to only ride bushings where he, basically halved uh, a, a TKY uh, bushing, like the Black Rover TKY. Yeah, yeah. And I think, or maybe could have also been like a third, like it was, like you would take a, a scalpel and... Cut it in it half, like yeah, I've seen people Very do precisely. Yeah. And when you looked at the trucks, you, like you barely noticed... You couldn't even was... see the bushings in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I've seen some people do that too. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what's your last personal NBD? So the last trick you did, you were proud of, or that was the first time uh, you did I did it, uh... a Nolly heel flip nose blunt the other day, and I was pretty stoked on that. I definitely, I'm not, I can barely do Nolly heels in general, but Same. like doing, doing them into grinds, like I definitely will work on that while I'm sitting at my desk on the feature or whatever. Yep. And I definitely was trying and got a Nolly heel nose blunt. So I was, I was pretty stoked on that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can show you something later. because I, I filmed a trick for my video part that I'm working on where I did also a Nolly heel and I'm not good at Nolly heels. Um, yeah. I did it into a grind and it looked nice. Man, when you get them good too, especially on a trick where you're not comfortable with, it feels like so good and satisfying. You're just like, it does. oh my God, I can't believe I just landed that. That's awesome. It you absolutely know? does. And, and you can <laughs> see it in my face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, do you prefer to have one setup or multiple setups? Yeah, I definitely got a, got a ton of setups for sure. And I'll yeah. like, I'll have one that's like kind of like my go-to, but, but even that, like, I'll even rotate them like once a month. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start using this one more. And like, What's you know, what's the go-to right now? Uh, what is it? Uh, I yeah. got a chems board right now that I, that huh. I kind of is like my one that I've been going to a lot, um, with redemption one, wheels on it too. Um, one what ones or one of the 3D printed layered ones? What was that? Uh, one of the wood cams or one oh of the... yeah, no, it's a wood one. It is a wood one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'll I'll switch them out. I'll rock that one. Games of skate, and you know when we're playing playing games or whatever, um, shredding with people, I'll use kind of the the one that I've been using. But then yeah, I'll same. switch it out, you know, month to month. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to start rocking this one more, you know. I don't know. Every time I meet people with multiple setups, I uh, play something that I coined from, because I've been playing Magic the Gathering since the late 90s. Yeah. And uh, in Magic, there's a, a thing called Sealed, where you each open, like, six packs of Magic cards and build a deck of that. And yeah. there's, there's a variant of that called... Uh, rich man sealed where everyone buys a box for a hundred bucks and then plays with that and you play against each other with what you got from 
a whole box. Yeah, and, yeah, I think I've heard of that. And, yeah, and I uh, I coined, uh, in relation to that, I coined it a rich man game of skate, where you basically pull out as many decks as both of you have, and every time you have a le- you get a letter, you have to switch your setup. Oh, and, that's amazing! That and is the first so one cool! Who, and the first one who's out of setups loses. Oh. But you have to start with the same number. That's that's the only. Oh man, bit. that is so cool. That is cool. I'm gonna definitely implement that. I mean, so, the, the other dude, Dark Matter here in Colorado, he's got a lot of boards, and we've always talked about just like putting all our boards together and taking some shot of all of them. But I'm gonna yeah. tell him next time he comes, we're playing that game. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that it's super fun, and that's cool. The, and the more boards you have, the the better it gets. Yeah, so when you get a letter, you basically lose that board. I, yeah, yeah, and you have to switch to the next one, and you can't. Oh, that's so sick! And, I love and that. You have, that's and awesome. you have to write that board for as long as you until don't get you a lose a letter. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. That is cool. Nice one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's the. The only like useful thing. Oh man, that's setups. so cool! That's such a creative game. Yeah. Um. What's your most hated trick in a game of skate? Ah, uh, yeah, I was thinking about this one. Um, I I would have to say like a three sixty shove it. I mean, I can do them, but I'm not very How good. How dare you? I, I I mean, I just I I can't figure out how to like pop them up and get them like for perfect little flat spin. And the other dudes that like are on the team that are here shredding all the time, like they all got them dialed like perfect. So they just, when, when we're done, I'll, I'll send you like a two minute uh, video tutorial. And yeah, them. I mean, these guys, they try to tell me how to do it all the time. I just like, I always flip. I mean, I can get them, but like in mm-hmm. a game of skate, like the, the chances of me getting that trick nice is, is pretty rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I definitely know those kinds of tricks. Yeah, like, for for me, that's a switch for sixty shove it. Yeah, like, that trick. I like, can actually do them switch and fakie and nolly better than regular too, <laughs> which is stupid. Fake fakie as well. Yeah, cool. yeah, I can do a fakie pretty decent. Because I I feel like there's a like you're either re- really good at uh nolly shoves, fakie shoves, uh, and stuff like that, or you're good at regular 360 shoves. Yeah, like, I because the technique is quite different for, uh, with a regular shove and a 360 shove. Yeah, like, totally. Uh, the, the guy I started the podcast with, he's so good at like fakie shoves, nolly shoves, switch shoves, regular shoves. But he can't do a 360 shove in a game skate. Like, yeah, he landed uh, yeah, I'll some. Be, I'll be that guy for sure. But <laughs> yeah, but when we're like playing with obstacle, he will do like a shove it nose grind or shove it five zero, and I'll like I'm like, oh, I I can't do that. Like, yeah. I can do a 360 shove nose grind or yeah. a 360 shove five zero. You get me on that trick every time if you're playing yeah. a game escape for sure. It's it's definitely like a divide of people. Yeah, you can either do the the one or the other. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what's your favorite beverage? Um, uh, I drink uh, I drink a lot of energy drinks, but um, hmm. I wouldn't call that my favorite beverage. I'd say like uh, I don't know, a margarita or a michelada kind of thing, maybe. Hmm. Nice. 
<laughs> uh, cats or dogs? Uh, I gotta say cats. I've got a cat for a long time. He's awesome. So oh, nice cats. Would love to have a cat, cat again, but I became allergic. Oh yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. had cats for like more than twenty years, and suddenly became allergic. <laughs> I think that happens to people too. That happens yeah. to people pretty often. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, uh, do you have sponsors? Uh, or I mean, we shouted out everyone on the team already. Otherwise, you could do it here as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah no. Um. No, I don't really have any any sponsors. I mean, yeah, definitely all the guys have been trying to get me to get a good photo and do a cool team rider thing for this for sure. I just haven't yeah. gotten around to it yet, but. Yeah, I would love to see a team edit. I love team yeah, edits. We've definitely been talking about doing something like that. And then also doing a session slash video premiere where we like get a projector and oh, well, we have yeah. a projector blast it up on the wall and have it, you know, like a real, like, you know, yeah. I, uh, I still haven't seen, haven't been to like a fingerboard video premiere at the yep. shop. And video premiere I, is like what we want to do for sure. And I, I would love to do one and I'm actually have something in mind. Yep, that's so, awesome. Yeah, we're definitely looking to do more of that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh 32 or 34 millimeter. Uh, or I think now it's also 36. Yeah. I need to alter that question. Yeah, I definitely yeah, I have some of each. I I think I probably have more. 32s and i'd probably say i'm more consistent with 32 but mm. i mean yeah whatever i guess i'm up for whatever yeah i think if you uh if you ride a lot of setups you tend to uh be able to switch to a totally different style yeah rather quickly like i can ride a 36 but like lately i've been only riding one of my type of setups like exclusively yeah and as soon as i switch to a different board now because i'm not hanging up hanging around at the shop all the time yeah well bring a, a button but uh, like a couple setups switch them around like now i'm just alone at my park and write the one i write every day like yeah yeah so i gotten a lot less used to different boards it's definitely tricky switching to a different board like it'll take me a, a little bit of time to kind of get back used to it you know um mm -hmm. but yeah like yeah it's it's crazy how how tiny little differences can make make such it's, big difference you know absolutely but yeah uh, like when you think on uh, think of it like it's such a tiny thing so a millimeter changes everything yeah it's, yeah it's wild yeah and like the first time i went to the other shop and saw someone setting up a 34 millimeter deck and i was still there with my 26 millimeter berlin wood with tech deck trucks yeah uh with the like pre-cut uh uh foam tape from like 15 years ago oh yeah yeah remember that yeah <laughs> yeah like it's that looked so wrong to me yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah. So yeah, I think coming from the era difference. the era of what I mean, what how big were those tech techs when they first came 26, out? I mean twenty-six. Is that how big they were? I do I yes. have some that like are so so tiny. You know, yeah. like yeah. if you see them today they look they look so flimsy. Yeah. Like they, yeah. 
but yeah, twenty six. That's why uh, why Berlin Woods were twenty six back then because yeah, they were the same with as uh, tech tech trucks and also the same length originally. Um, and I'm just looking on this thing. I feel like I have some that were even narrower than twenty six. Like I'm talking like twenty millimeters, maybe <laughs> like I mean, maybe the, even the, smaller the than that. The the keychains uh, definitely could be, but uh, yeah. the tech decks were uh, twenty six millimeters. I'm quite like i'm fairly certain that pretty they were sure from the beginning Word. But I, I would love to be proven wrong because i, I love got a pile of them i'm gonna check it out because i'm actually curious when i get home i feel like they were so yeah sure let, let let me definitely know what the outcome is <laughs> that's funny uh what's your favorite instagram follow so the account you like seeing stuff off the most yeah i mean it's 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 amazing to me when i see like somebody come in here and they film some sweet tricks and they like, you know, put an edit together. Like, yo, I was at this, this FB and you know, here's the clips I got. That place is amazing. Like I like seeing that more than, yeah, more that's than always anything. super cool. I like mean, every it's time, so cool. every time I uh, like someone sees, uh, someone posts a Azu Berlin shop yeah. trip video, like, I watch those things so much. And, and the thing is like, I'm here doing work even on like a Friday, I mean, the guys will tell you, I'll, I'll be in here in the office working most of the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll come out and shred a little later after I kind of wrap up the day or whatever, but like, yeah. I'm not seeing the tricks that people are doing. So like yeah. when I see it, I'm just like, Oh my God, that dude just did that on like that rail or that stair set or, or like, Whoa, that was an amazing like trick that just had, went down. You know, it's cool mm -hmm. to see that, you know, from team riders yeah. or just from people that come in, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I think seeing people come in uh, is one of the things I love the most about being a local at the Aussie shop. Because yeah, there there are parks that I've probably played games of skate that are in the hundreds. Like uh, the Stoned Park, there I probably pl played a couple hundred games there. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Like that's no cool. kidding. But like last five years, most weekends, like. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what's your favorite overall company? Or you can also shout out a couple. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I I talk to so many people. We do a lot of work for a lot of different people. You know, I'm just stoked that there's so many you know, cool brands and companies and makers out there that are out here doing this and making this a reality, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't think that I can definitely say like this one is my favorite because there just are a lot, you know, everybody here in yeah, Colorado, I mean, but fair. everywhere, you know, across, across the country and across the world, like it's amazing what people are doing with the, with the fingerboards, <laughs> making wheels, making trucks, making decks, Absolutely. you know, different types of tape, like just all kinds of crazy stuff, parks, features. It's, it's just cool seeing all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much the perfect place to end it on. Cool. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for, uh, for doing this and for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. It's been a been a pleasure talking with you, and I'm really stoked to be able to, for sure. Absolutely, likewise. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening, and you'll catch me in the next episode. Bye.